Today on Cool Dog, we have James Marriott, a YouTuber with almost 2 million subscribers, musician, British person, and verified Twitter user. Those are just some of the prophylic labels which can be assigned to him. We chat about him being trilingual, the stresses of being a YouTuber, and his new single, Wake Up, which releases July 2nd. I'm gonna pour a whiskey. Oh, hell yeah. I've never even had whiskey. What is it? Oh, actually, I had whiskey once in, like, <laughs> L.A., and it tasted like floor cleaner. Did you have it straight? Uh, yep. I think so. That'll be, that'll be why. It depends on the whiskey. Like, Japanese whiskey is something I drink straight. Mm. But, um, even then, not too often. This is a, this is a very special occasion whiskey. So oh, hell yeah. I mean, it's a cool this, dog this pot. One, this one goes out to us. Yeah. Yes. I'm drinking, uh, yes. I'm drinking, uh, unsponsored beer what could be behind oh, nice. my hand we don't know it could definitely be, not a corona definitely not a corona <laughs> i would never drink a corona especially with these times i feel like it'd be really insensitive yeah, God, yeah. to be drinking a corona <laughs> cancelled um, already oh yeah two minutes into the podcast but uh here's to here's the cool dog pod here's my little yes. cheers. woof 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 i've got to ask you yes. what what dog do you think i'd be Oh, that's a great question. I don't actually know any dog breeds by name, so I got to look this up. Actually, cool. Okay, well, you can just describe how it would look, uh, if you want. You'd definitely be like some sort of mix of like golden retriever. Like you got that cozy energy. See, I was gonna, I was gonna put you, pin you as a golden retriever. Really? But that's because I maybe because I had one and was a you very sweet, one? like comforting presence. Yeah, but you've name? got a bit of you've got a bit of chaos to you, actually, though. Oh, so yeah. I, I actually feel like it would be a bit more. You've got your kind of. I would put you as comforting, comforting chaos. Oh yeah. Th- so I need to think sweet. of a good dog breed for that. Husky. Huskies are chaotic. They jump all over Ooh. the place. They're like. They're a little bit too feral though. Huskies, they're. They're crazy. I think I might even put you. As a Finnish Laphund. What the hell is that? <laughs> they are the best, dude. These dogs. They're like, oh man, these these dogs are incredible. I'm sending you a picture now. Oh yeah, this is this is oh, you. Oh my god, I love those. Yeah, that's those that, are, that's that's Axel right there. Those are very cute. Those are very very cute, very adorable. Well, uh, and here's I've, here's that dog is a PNG apparently because I <laughs> <laughs> I type in finish lap and then the the same picture of that same dog just comes up. But it's slightly different. That's so strange. That is. It doesn't seem to be the... Dude, at least... It, is that even a PNG or is it one of those fake... Yeah, this is a, this is a fake PNG. It's a fake, fake PNG. God, yeah. I fucking hate when they do that. That is the most annoying oh, shit. it's the worst. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Cool Dog Pod, where we talk about dogs and... Uh, yeah. Drink some beverages. And cool things. Yeah, yeah cool things. Nice. Cool dogs, cool things, and cool life. Uh... What's not cool at the thanks moment? For li- thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. It. Yeah. It's been a it's been a great show. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what's not cool is the weather in Estonia. We're going through horrible heat waves. Uh, oh wow! To all my European listeners and and James Marriott, who's here with me today, thirty two yeah. degrees Celsius every day, man. It's fucking horrible. Oh shit! It's miserable. Yeah, we're we're kind of the worst we had was a twenty four. Because I like a, I think it was around the 24. It may be, maybe a little hotter actually, but I like my perfect temperature between the 18 to 21, right? That's mm. kind of my, oh, yeah. that's, that's my good. ideal temperature. Yeah. But anything more than that is quite frankly unbearable because I live in like this apartment has like 
really big windows and no aircon. So I'm oh. just in like this massive greenhouse and oh, yeah. I can't record until like three in the morning. Oh, but now that. that it's getting a bit, you know, it's raining a bit, we're all good. I'm, I'm ready to record again. So, no, yeah. dude, if, 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 if I can't stream with my face cam on until like 3 a.m. as well, because I sweat so bad. I'm sweating right oh, now, God. even in case you can't tell. I'm fucking sweating up a storm. I got a fan blowing air right into my ear. You're looking great. Thank you. You're looking Thank you great. too, man. I like your I like your whole oh, setup. Geez. The the whole like uh, oh like the purple the purple digs. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It looks very beautiful. It's nice. And then just like a bunch of guitars on the floor. Very mu- so. musician vibe. Uh, musician yeah, core. I, I just try to remind people as much as possible. Whenever I go on, whenever I collab, or whenever I go on a podcast, I'm like, right, how many guitars can I fit in the background? <laughs> I got the, I got my little keyboard. I'll, you know, I'll even, I'll chuck another synth there as well. Just, just, uh, just. So oh, you can that's that one. That, I've, I've seen that one on yeah, TikTok. The, that one, that one's expensive, isn't it? The op, the op one. Yeah, no, let's not go into the price because I've only used it about five times, and yeah. people get very upset with me. See, that's the, that's the thing is like I, I I saw that I've seen many videos about it. And I'm like, that's really cool. I don't know shit about music, but I want it. Do I? Should I get it? Oh no. God, yeah. I, like, I was like. Yeah. I got it, and I was like, I need a synth. I need something to kind of um, map out MIDI on 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 Ableton, so I uh-huh. can just like play it and hear it back straight away. This is not for that. That's it's really not like this is this is much better for that. Yeah. Um. So I got that, and then I realized how difficult it was <laughs> to learn. It's not like any other keyboard. It's like you construct the sounds. And oh it's yeah. Fucking hard. Oh so yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna pick up my guitar. I I know how to use that, so I'm just gonna do that instead. So they make it look a lot easier. I oh god yeah I you know I have a keyboard right there actually I it was when I was like very promptly getting into music at the start oh, yeah. of quarantine uh, and then I just stopped I gave up on it but it's still there you it's mentioned still... it to me yeah that was actually afterwards that, do... that was that was when yeah. me Weston Kalen Hoover we did the we did a parody of uh, the Dream Road Trip song and I was like I I, I I put out this like incredible verse and I was like, man, I'm gonna become a musician. <laughs> Mate, it was a good verse. That verse was fire. I was I was ready for a second. Uh, and then I uh, and then it did. It, I I would still love to do it. I think it's one of those hobbies that I can see myself picking up uh, uh, post quarantine, which is a great segue for me because you know what else is something yeah. that I want to start learning after quarantine, and that is something that is related to you. I have been wanting to, for years now, I've been wanting to learn Spanish, and rumor has it that you are trilingual. Is that true? Yeah, we, it's kind of like a, it's an ongoing joke. I think, I I cannot upload a single fucking YouTube video without trilingual memes being made, even Mm. though I don't think I've made a trilingual joke in half a year, at least, (laughs) right? So that's just the thing, like, oh, our favorite trilingual man has uploaded, because I used to say it in every fucking video. Right. And then... Then I realized my Portuguese is shit, so I can't... Mm. If a Portuguese man came up to me and tried to speak to me, I'd be like, fuck. So I, I don't think I can call myself trilingual anymore. Mm. Bilingual, I can I can get away with. My Spanish is good. Speak, but some, speak some Spanish to me. Uh, no, no, that this is the worst thing, <laughs> right? That, that is... You, even as someone... You're, you're, you're fluent, right, in I, Estonian. Yeah, but yeah. if someone went to you at a party and went, yeah. oh, speak some then, you'd be like, I know. fuck off. I'm not going to speak... I'm not going to speak some Estonian. It's always like, what the... Chimp. What do you want me to say? Like, what What kind of, like... What, like, I don't... I Like, I don't have some, like... They always say, like, well, speak some. And I'm like, hello? Like, what do you... Like, <laughs> what do you want me to say? And then even if I do speak it, they're like, oh, that doesn't even sound like a real language. Like, yeah, no shit, you can't no. speak it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a real fucking language. Um, 
but I, I, yeah, I would love to become trilingual. I'm kind of trying to level up on, mm. in that sense. Uh, Spanish is always because the way I look at it, Spanish is. Um, I, I kind of did the math in my head, and logically speaking, I think Spanish after English is the most like useful language to learn because it's like when it comes yeah. to, like difficulty to learn plus like the amount of people that use it, it has like the best fucking ratio. Um, yes, I, I would, I would argue it's very much up there. I, I think. Obviously, if you're looking at the most spoken languages in the world, you're looking at the the Chinese, mm. the French, you know, oh, like yeah. the, those kind of areas. And even the Portuguese. But if you're talking about, you know, your connections to the States now, mm-hmm. where where Spanish is almost seen as a, a primary language there at this point. Oh, yeah. Like if you go to like voting booths and stuff, everything will also be in Spanish. Yeah. So it's very much taking over for and i think it's a fucking beautiful language so hopefully you know more power to the spanish i think it is a wonderful yeah. language uh yeah you, you know what americans love to do americans love to say that they can speak spanish because they all have to take spanish and they all take like seven years of spanish yeah. but then they can't speak it but then they go around yeah. saying that they can speak it because the way that i feel like the way that the school system educates or teaches languages it's very inefficient because i learned russian for seven years i can't fucking speak it I have no idea. Oh, like, yeah. I tried Russian at one point, and that shit is hard. It's a miserable language. <laughs> it's a fucking ugly yeah. language. There's nothing beautiful about it. Uh, it's just really annoying. Uh, I know one phrase. Yeah? Do, do, let's see. With your seven years of Russian, if you know what this means. Okay. No fucking idea. <laughs> what What do you do when there's a storm? I yeah, that wasn't anything. That, that's that I it. To learn. That's that's for some reason that's the only piece of Russian that stuck in my head because I remember the teacher going like, "Storty deal, let's cut the storm to people like," and then you'd have to answer like, "I'd I'd hide under an umbrella or something like that," you know. So yeah, I that's, that's stuck in my head. I though I know I I can read Russian and I know like random shit like uh fucking uh, privet which is like hello and then like I know like sabaka which is dog kalbasa which is oh, sausage. Yeah. I know random shit like that, nice. like um, like fucking Poliglinica, uh, which is I think it's like a hospital or something. Um, oh, nice! But would I be able to like hold a conversation? I think I used to be. At one point, I used yeah. to be a whole like I used to be able to hold a pretty basic conversation. Um, but if as, there was a dog in a hospital and you needed to say hello to it, you would actually I think you'd yes, thrive in that situation. I, I would actually do pretty well. I would. <laughs> I think I think I would I would get by in that situation. But anything else, if if a if I was in Russia and a man came up to me and threatened me, I wouldn't know how to communicate my way out of oh, that yeah. situation. Uh, I gotta no, say though, it's a tough one. My Estonian's becoming worse, man. I gotta like I'm I speak English really? way too much. Yeah, my my Estonian is like slowly like I sometimes the way I'll word things to my mom, I'll like I'll be talking to her and then she'll be just like like why did why are you wording it like that like it's like right. it's like. It's like uh, the structure, the way you structure sentences. Like sometimes, you know, when someone, when English is someone's second language, they might like structure sentence weirdly because that's how you structure it in their language. Except I do it with my fucking native language uh, because I just speak English that much. Um, I I mean, when people hear you speak English for the first time, I think there is probably a very small amount of people that think you are not, you know, born and raised. Oh yeah, in England or or well, the US probably because of your accent. I used to have a British accent, you know. I yeah, you've to, told me this. I used to be. I used to and say now like, you take the piss. Can't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I changed because I was bullied into it. I I I never really you like bullied you. 
all my American friends, they would be like, why do you say it like that? And uh-huh. it's like, I, I realized this, how fucked up this was. Like, you don't go up to anyone else that has an accent and it's just like, why do you say like, like yeah. this, you fucking weirdo? But like, I got See, like... this is what the Americans do. This yeah, is what exactly. they do. I forgot, I, I, what do you think about Americans? What's your honest opinion? I've got no, I've got nothing wrong with Americans. I hate them. I think there are, I think that, I mean, I, I, there's not a single American person I know that I have an issue with, I don't think. I, I just been, think that there's something quinted, like... About when it comes to language, I oh. think the British speak it the best. But the only thing is, the only issue with it is you have a lot of dialects in the UK that are fucking cursed. Oh yeah! Like as soon as you go into like the Liverpools of the world, like and if you go too far north, you're in trouble. Oh, so yeah. it's it. But if you're speaking the Queens, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that, that's the real shit. I I I watch football. I'm a football fan. So I, whenever mm. I watch like uh, all the pundits and shit talk about it, and like Jamie Carragher comes on with his fucking Scouse accent, yeah. I have no fucking like. Oh god! It, it took me a time <laughs> to like be able to understand what he's saying. Like it, it, it's very like, I don't know where the sentence starts and where it ends with him. Like it's just, have, it's crazy. Have you seen those TikToks that are like um, someone doing an impression of Jamie Carragher? Oh yeah, I, I've seen a couple. Yeah, where it's like. So you got Woody and shit like that. It's oh, yeah. so good. It's it fucking amazing. I think the UK is like very interesting in that sense because it's like you know land land size wise, it's not that huge, mm. but like the amount of dialects is like you'll you'll go like ten ten fucking miles that way, and then it'll be like a whole sounds like a whole other yeah. language. Like it doesn't even sound like it's the same fucking language at all. Um, There's so many of us on in this little country. We're so kind of packed in oh yeah and then there's like little villages and stuff so it's i mean i've just i've just described a country but it, the, yeah I, I get what you mean I, mm. I go, so the way that so there's cities and towns which are yeah. usually <laughs> more inhabited and then yeah i just, but yeah i get what you mean i love the uk i've been to the uk many many times uh i miss the uk you know what i don't miss uh what? paying like 95 quid to fucking ride five minutes on a train like that's oh my god that's the worst man the trains ought to be nationalized this is oh, a yeah. fantastic podcast topic it is yeah, no, the, the trains here are a ripoff you there's actually a big thing like when you're in school and you start realizing how expensive trains are there's always someone that's like you know it's cheaper to catch a plane to scotland than it is to get a train Jesus. and that is true that is it's insane. cheaper for you to fly from i think it's you fly from i can't remember what it's called london city airport to mm. glasgow or something and it's cheaper dude get this uh, I think the last time I was at your place and then I took a train to the airport, the train cost me more than to fly to Estonia. That's crazy. That It's nuts. It is actually insane. It's it's And just... they're assholes about it as well. Like, oh, yeah. you get on a train, right? And, mm-hmm. and like, we were in, um, we, we got a train, well, I got a train down to Swindon to record the music video that, that was coming out soon. Mm. But um, that this guy... The, the guy that was the, well, he was kind of just checking people's tickets. A lot of people say they have a rail card here in the UK, which gives you 33% off. Mm. But sometimes they'll make you prove that you have a rail card, which a lot of people don't have. Mm. Even though the rail card is really cheap, a lot of people just forget to renew it. Mm-hmm. Or they don't bring a copy of it with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the this guy was like threatening to prosecute people. What the it was fuck? crazy. The the woman behind me was like crying. She was like, "I'm going to my grandma's funeral, and now you're <laughs> saying that you're going to prosecute me." And the guy was like, "Well, you shouldn't have lied about having a rail card." And it was like fucking that hardcore. That guy definitely got like bullied or something. Like, there's people like that oh, where yeah. I here on buses, 
like, for example, the way the public transport works in Estonia, first of all, in the capital, it's completely free. Like, you can just get on a bus, and if you have a card, you can just, you have to, you have to have a little card that you, like, tap against the thing, but it's completely free. You don't have to pay for it if you're a citizen of the city, um, which is, it's very cool. Um, But in other cities, uh, you have to, like, you know, get a little monthly pass or whatever, um, and then... This is what I found interesting because in the UK, I believe when you get on the bus, you always have to get you have to get on the bus at the front, and then you kind of have to like uh, tap your ticket in front of the bus yeah. driver. Here, you can just get on in the from the back doors, the middle doors. You don't have to get on in the front. So there's you can easily uh-huh. just get on the bus and not validate your ticket. You don't have to have a ticket. But then, if you happen to be unlucky, and then the fucking ticket control people come on, uh, you're going to be in a whole bunch of trouble. And I remember when I was a kid, my mom like forgot to get herself a ticket or something and i was like super sick i i got some sort of flu and my mom was like my mom was like trying to take care of me um and i remember the ticket control people just being like real dicks about it because i looked like i was literally Mm -hmm. about to like fall over and die because i was like about to vomit and shit uh and the control ticket like the ticket control people were just like no like you have to come with us and then they take you into this like weird like blacked out van like it's just oh like it's really scary. The one time in my life that I didn't have a ticket, there was one time in my life, and those motherfuckers showed up and they they dragged me it into that. It always van. happens like that. It always happens like that, and it was it was at the stop that I was supposed to get off at, because they don't oh, even man. let you get off. They they don't open the doors. They only open the front doors, and then they fucking walk in with their stupid vests, and then they they <laughs> and then they take you to the van. And I was just like, listen, man. I was just in a hurry to school. I forgot my thing. And then that person was really nice about it. Like, I got to give props to that person. They weren't a dick about it. But I feel like that's the bare minimum, to be fair. Yeah. That yeah, is- no. I think We do have, a like, a system here where sometimes you'll get a bus, especially at night, where the middle doors open. And that's mm. a treat. Mm. When the middle doors open, mm. you don't feel bad about not tapping. That's a banger. Oh, yeah. And also, oh, we yeah. have a thing where, like... If you tap within, so let's say you tap once to get on a bus. Yeah. Uh, I think they immediately charge you as soon as you tap once. But if you take another bus within 30 minutes, uh-huh. that bus is free. So your travel is like pretty decent, especially if you're just popping to the shops or something. Oh, you, yeah. You tap in, boom, go to like a good little or like a superstore nearby, be mm. fucking quick, boom, on the way back. Perfect. One one charge for one trip. So there you go. That's that's one of my favorite things about the UK. The the stores. I love the stores. I love the I feel like everybody has their own little store. Uh yeah. Out of all the ones I've been to, my favorite one is probably Tesco. My least favorite one was probably Iceland. I didn't like Iceland. Oh yeah. I I mean Iceland's like when you're preparing for a month. If Mm. you're if you're like uh budget's not great this month. Go to Iceland, pick up some, like, multi-packs of some frozen shit, and you're good. Especially as a student, you are good. Like, they oh, had yeah. so much good, like, fr- like frozen vegan stuff, frozen vegetarian stuff at uni mm-hmm. that was super cheap. And that was, like, that was a lifesaver. Tesco's good. My mm-hmm. least favorite is Sainsbury's. Mm, really? That shit is a... It, 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 you feel like when you walk into a Sainsbury's, you feel like you're walking into a Tesco's, but the price is about 1.5 times an average Tesco. Damn. And the meal deals trash oh man trash oh that's no good they have this the meal meal deals are the best part about the uk i like the meal deals and and it's great because it's like every almost if you are a supermarket in the uk 
the one thing that you must do it doesn't it doesn't matter what you stock you can stop any kind of shit but if you do not have a meal deal you are not getting customers because mm. there's something about like going into a supermarket and picking up you know a sandwich packet of crisps yes. pepsi max you're good yes. to go you know three oh, yeah. pounds three pounds fifty if you're going to going to boots sometimes more if you're going to m&s or waitrose they hike the prices but it's worth it there sainsbury's mm. trash so there you go damn yeah i uh i get meal deals every time i'm at the train station which i go into yeah. i forgot what what one of the things the train station is called one of the convenience stores uh no fucking memory. Nisa? no no the other one it's like smith i think it has smith in the name wh smith yes wh smith uh i always go there and i always get a that's m- a ripoff that it, it probably is i just go there because yeah. it always happens to be at the train stations that i'm at and i get mm. uh i gotta say man shout out to scotland for this i love iron brew i love it i it's good i always get it it, it tastes like this uh estonian soda which is why i think i oh, like really? it yeah yeah i was i was always like curious as to what it tastes like everybody always told me it tastes like bubble gum which uh I guess I can kind of see where they're coming from, mm. but I wouldn't really say that myself. It's just like that kind of like sugary intensity. I think that's where they probably mm. are getting that feeling from. Because oh, yeah. it is a very unique taste, and I guess bubblegum is as well very unique. So. True, that is, yeah. Bubblegum is very unique. I never never thought about it. It's <laughs> deep. <laughs> Only on Cool Dog. <laughs> I tell you what, I went, a new supermarket I went to that uh-huh. is crazy. Yeah. The Amazon Fresh supermarket is that the one where you walk out with you don't I, buy it blew my fucking mind i because wa- i i was in canary um canary wharf with with aria the other day uh-huh. and we were just walking back and i was like no fucking shot is that an amazon shop uh-huh. and we both looked at it and we looked at each other and we're like that is going to be one of those ones where you walk in and mm-hmm. you fucking walk out and you don't even have to think about it so yeah. we just did it we we walked up and then these guys like the, there was security at the front and they were so happy like imagine working at, a, at, a, at an amazon <laughs> fresh and going yep you just walk out <laughs> and all day people are just going to be like that's crazy yeah you know, that's such a positive environment for oh, a security yeah. guard oh, so yeah. he was just like he was having the time of his life he was like you just sign in on your phone you walk right in and you walk right out and you can get a free coffee as well what the so fuck walked in free coffee with oat milk crazy uh-huh. the, the, literally like the machine just dispensed oat milk lattes <laughs> and i was like this is my this is my home welcome you know yeah. and then they got like this extra section for alcohol that you have to walk through and that i think you're only allowed in if your amazon account is over 18 with proof of id it's cr- it's that mad holy shit man what the fuck and then we just we just left we just walked out that is and then crazy. a day later i got a charge i i would feel what? i would feel anxious even even walking out of that I'd i'd still be a little bit like oh my god what if but then it's also like, what are they going to do? Like, they're not going to tase me for fucking yeah, the machine exactly. fucking up. Um, it's amazing, though. You walk out and you, you, there's, you're so conscious of the way you're walking when you walk out because you're mm. like, oh, shit. I just, I just put this shit in a bag mm. and I walked right out at the front door. It's crazy. That is crazy. RIP to the cash register people. They're done. Yeah. They're done. We they're, don't need those guys anymore. Yeah, they're fucked. Retire. Time to dig. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most enjoy like, your fucking, time in southern Spain. Enjoy this, Gibraltar, guy. This is the most like fucking Tory conversation ever. <laughs> People call you a Tory. Yeah, is it true? Are you a Tory? I'm not a Tory. No, I feel like know. Alfie Days. <laughs> I'm not a Tory. No, I, I I feel like 
you know what it is it's it's some people like the way I speak. Some people mm. like the way that I'm kind of like... Because I'd argue... I, I'd say I'm well-spoken, but yeah. that's because of the way I was raised and because I did a lot of drama when I was younger and we were always taught, like, to project and all of this trash. Mm. And my voice used to be a lot more unbearable. Mm-hmm. But to a lot of people in the UK, especially if you, as soon as you're looking north of London, even mm. if you're looking central London, people get pissed off at the way I speak. So... Or they'll go like, oh, you push twat, you know, and then the Tory jokes start rolling in. Mm. But no, I, it, it's, you know, I, I don't mind the memes. I don't mind the jokes because at the end of the day, it's all a bit of fun. But yeah. No, I'm yeah, not it's a bit of banter. Banter. Yeah, just a um, bit of banter, lad. I, yeah, I, it's very interesting. Uh, sorry, I just looked over to my right and my Twitter feed refreshed and I just saw it. 20 frames and Nick just tweeting at everybody being like, I'm verified now. Like, he just tweeted at Jack Manifold. Earlier, he tweeted at Hassan. <laughs> that guy is um, crazy. I got is ver- he actually verified? Yeah, he got verified. I got rejected today. He got verified today. Oh. Um, I don't man. really care about verification, though. I think it's like a it's like a status symbol. It doesn't even... Yeah, no, it doesn't even matter. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even notice if I was verified. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I? <laughs> oh, I am. Well, yeah. Ah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. See, I told you, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even notice. That, so. Yeah, you you got verified early on. Now everybody's getting verified. It's not even that like cool anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got verified when it was cool. Exactly. To get when it was like, and to be honest, yeah. ten people a year would get verified, and then you were like one of the ten that year. I was the beginning of the this new wave, I think, because I I was after like a bunch of like the Minecraft YouTubers got verified, and people were like, "Oh shit, now it's mm. happening." Now the new wave of verifications is happening. Yeah. So. I was like, as soon as I saw a few people get verified, and I was like, hey, hold on, man. I should get verified now. Mm. I messaged Ryan P because the E-Boys was still a thing at that time. Mm. And he was like, yeah, we can we can make, we can can make, try again. Because we'd already tried once. And then, yeah, you, next thing we knew it, me, George, and the E-Boys account, rest in peace, uh, were all verified. R.I.P. So, Damn, yeah. I mean, honestly, the E-Boys shit was just worth it for that. You got verified out of it. Yeah, yeah, we got the got the blue tick. I I, I I haven't even been speaking about this, man. That that would be great. Yeah, because everyone in my life's like, was it worth it? And I was like, yeah, no, it was definitely worth it. And now I realize. Oh yeah, it was one hundred percent worth it. Makes it even more worth it. Yeah, one hundred percent, it was fucking worth it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, you made what? me click on Twitter, and and the Hitler Youth are trending. Wow, you never know what's going to be trending when you click on that. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and click off. <laughs> <laughs> that's gone now very oh pleasant. man um you know i find i th- i find you very interesting because you are one of the people that i've met the most from the internet and I, we weren't i mm. me and you weren't particularly close until like i feel like the vidcon london trip i feel like that's where we really bonded yeah and then i feel like after that is where we really became you know we were always friendly but i feel like that's when we really became friends um yeah but i've met you like i was always i'm always i'm always very accommodating to people oh, i've yeah, always really liked you so that's helped oh that's very uh, sweet. but there's also i think it was the last day of the vidcon trip i said something to you and your mind and your i the way you looked at me changed i remember <laughs> thinking like oh and like i i think at that point you really clicked that oh, yeah. i was like that we were like friends oh that yeah was a really nice feeling i remember because you just you just treated me differently for like the last few hours that's nice i i yeah no before that i was blowing you off i didn't give a shit about you i thought you were like a fucking little <laughs> You're like, who's this dude little weasel <laughs> no i always liked you too weird. yeah i oh. i i remember uh i i i found you because i feel like me and you started blowing up at the same time we both had our blow yeah. up like 
around the same time, and I remember everybody was like tweeting at you, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Like, I don't know this person yeah. yet. Everybody's talking about this person. Who the fuck is this? And I watched your videos, and I was like, "This is actually really entertaining." It was when your videos were uh, more a little bit more fast paced. I remember. I think it, nowadays, oh they, my god, they've they've calmed down <laughs> I a little bit now. So many people look like I, the amount of comments I get on my old videos where they're like, "Jesus, what the fuck was James on?" <laughs> And you know what the issue is, right? I was so caught up in YouTube. I was, like, convinced that I needed to be... You know what it was? I remember I was in a relationship at the the time, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have many subscribers, and she went, like, why the fuck are you doing commentary? So many people already do this. Mm -hmm. You should do something that's new, that should make make people want to subscribe to it. And I was like, no, because I'm going to do commentary different to anyone Mm. else. And the thing that's going to make me different is I'm going to make a joke every eight seconds. Yeah. I will try to make someone laugh every eight seconds. Yeah. And whilst that might have been a good idea, maybe throw it around with someone and then be rejected, mm-hmm. it became my shtick for like a year and a half. <laughs> so it was just like, you click on a James Barry video and it was like, <laughs> I was like, first eight seconds, if I've not made someone laugh, then I'm failing at this. Mm. So it was just full on. And then I got really kind of like had this huge crisis of of like i'm so different in my videos compared to real life and i still think to some extent i am Mm. so it's like i've been trying to bring the two together a bit more so but yeah that was very intense back then very i yeah i i definitely remember that standing out to me i was like i i I thought it was very funny i thought it was like uh it definitely caught my attention it was very hard to look away because there was like that's the thing you can't stop you exactly. the way it's like you're locked in and then you're just like it before you know it the video is over and you've lost 10 minutes of your life that's the way i saw it i was like <laughs> if, if it doesn't matter if someone finds a joke i make unfunny or you know poorly poorly said just in poor taste right mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because eight seconds later they'll hear something they'll hear something else by the time they've even processed that thought they'll have to have moved on they'll oh, have yeah. to have moved on oh yeah so that was my thing. And then I realized after time that it was just un- unsustainable because it was making me... Re- I Like, a 10-minute video would take me over an hour to record. Oh, yeah, I can I imagine. Because I would do the lines over and over again until they were the right way. That I was, you know, that I was saying them the right way. Oh, dude. It was dude. crazy. I've been there, too. When I was making videos, when I would do voiceovers... Oh, first yeah. of all, it, I whenever... I could, I could never write, like, a full script. I wrote footnotes, and then I would improvise... A, a kind of like monologue off of what I wrote um, because mm. I felt like when I was reading off a script, I was very unhappy with how it sounded. I was like, okay, it's a little bit too obvious that I'm reading off something. Like I, I feel like it's way more genuine when I'm like speaking from the top of the dome. Um, but yeah. then I would do the same thing where I would record it in parts and I'd be like, okay, I didn't like the way I said this word, so I'd re-record it. And then, okay, this part, it came in a little bit too slow and then I would just keep re-recording and it would take yeah. me like absolute ages to get the voiceover done because I was like so... Um, I needed to be perfect, and if it wasn't perfect, I was like, I was just so fucking pissed off. Uh, and it's then crazy, uh, like so yeah. many people have that. Yeah, no, keep going. No, it was it, it was just like it was, it, yeah. That that's basically it. It was just like I was just very like okay. it needed to be. Uh, it needed to be exactly the way I wanted it to be, um, which is also you why I so think I burned YouTubers. out. Oh yeah, this is it. This is the burnout mm-hmm. because you hear so many YouTubers talking about this the yeah. perfectionism behind it realistically no one gives a shit how oh, you say it exactly the, what i realized was like i'm the only one that's holding myself up to the standard you know like yes nobody else cares it. about that, it like it's it's, yeah. it's literally just me that is like overanalyzing all these specific details of the video being like okay 
people are going to see this and they're going to be like, this is a shit video. It's like, nope, they don't have enough attention no. span to even notice shit like this. Dude, they're brushing their fucking teeth with you on in the background. Exactly. They probably listen to three minutes of the ten minutes. Exactly. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's so, you know, it's so inconsequential. Especially when, you know, if you're, if we're talking about, like, the kind of videos I make, which are, if, if I'm doing my job good weekly, it's like the, the, the content is so constant. Mm. It's always, it's all, it's kind of like recyclable. It's, you know, it's, it's in a way, it doesn't ha- retain too much value. You're just giving people, you're accompanying people mm-hmm. in a way. That's yeah. the way I see like my YouTube videos, at least. Um, no one really cares too much about the way it's shot, the way you look, yeah. the way you sound. I mean, you might get a few comments that are negative, but mm. those are only people that are just trying to take out their frustrations on someone else. So it's it's all very like meaningless, in my opinion. No, yeah, you need to realize that when you put yourself in front of like hundreds of thousands of millions of people, like it, you are opening yourself up to like any scenario. Like everyone yeah. has their own perception of your video, so it's like, of course, there's always going to be a few people that are going to be like, okay, this guy is fucking, this guy looks washed up, this guy looks fucking like a mess this video shit it's like, like flop era yeah exactly like people will, people will always have that perception so it's like what the fuck like yeah who gives a fuck like i i at this point i'm just like you know that's why streaming is really interesting to me because um what i do miss about videos is uh i feel like with streaming the audience connection is like a hundred times more direct uh meaning mm. that like any asshole can go into my chat and be like okay you look fucking rough today and i'm like okay dude like yeah. <laughs> like i'll see it uh, and at this point, I don't fucking care. At this point, I'm so fucking, like, I'm so desensitized to it that, like, mm. people will come to my chat and say, like, everything. Like, there's always just people that kind of want a reaction. I don't know why people are built to be like this where, you know, I get, I get like, kind of trolling and, like, trying to get a reaction in that sense. Um, what I will never understand is people that are just, like, straight up rude. You know, it's like, yeah, it's not creative what they're saying. It's not productive what they're saying. They don't, they'll just go into your chat and, like, try to tear you down in order to get a reaction, which is, it's like, I hope you're okay like what the fuck like what 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 is your what is your problem like well that's the thing it's like i think as i said i think people take out their frustrations Mm. and in a really fucked up way i love i love the idea of going i'm helping that person Mm. like they have come to me to take the piss or they're coming to insult me yeah but uh, they have left feeling more satisfied than when they joined you know even if they're just like hating it Mm -hmm. so in a way it's like i've entertained you yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which maybe the worst like maybe it's just a way of coping, but yeah. that's the way I've always seen it. Still got There's their a... ad revenue too. So Yeah, exactly. Thank you for the fucking tenth of a penny. <laughs> <laughs> or mine. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that is <sighs> The internet is just a crazy place because you know, people will just think that their opinion matters, which is the craziest mm. part. Like <laughs> I think the the bold of them exactly very crazy to think that anybody gives a fuck what you have to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but like I don't give a shit. I don't give yeah. a fucking single. I don't like. I I seriously like. What the fuck? Who do you think you are? Like I don't even know you. I would never even have <laughs> known about your existence had you not left this fucking bullshit opinion piece <laughs> underneath my fucking work of art. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I crazy. It 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 is crazy. But like how. So something that I've always um, found kind of fascinating about this part of the the, the process and the job is that um, yeah. having an audience, having people right. that, you know, care about you. You know, I in recent times, what I found really interesting is, you know, people will come to me. And they'll be like, oh, my God, when are you moving to Austin? And, I, and in my head, I'm like, why the fuck do you care? 
Like, what? Yeah. It's not your move. It's my move. But then it's like, I understand, you know, these people have a connection. Um, but it's also at the same time, there's this like kind of like a uh, disassociated part of my brain that's like, what? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. How do, how do you... I can explain it for you. Yeah. I, really? I, I think I, I would call it endgameism. I think mm. it's this this thing that has become about, right, where ent- people who um, consume entertainment on Twitch, YouTube, mm-hmm. whatever, they like to see the big moment in Endgame where all of the characters that they love meet each other. Mm-hmm. So the, people, the reason people want to see you in Austin is they want to see you just hop into someone's stream and they can go, oh my god, oh, yeah. I know him, that's Axel. Oh, that, yeah. And that is a, the, the serotonin boost you get from that is huge. Mm. Like I, I mean, remember, like I remember people kind of standing up and clapping at that moment in Endgame where everyone comes together mm-hmm. to to beat Thanos or whatever. Like I think that's the reason why it's because they they love you, mm. but they want to see you with those people as oh, well yeah. because they'll they'll love that even more if they go. I also love this person. Oh my god, they're they're there together. It's very yeah. much like reality TV. Mm. putting your life out there you very much become like your own uh reality tv star which i think uh it's pretty fun i'm not gonna lie like i like attention yeah i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh my god i fucking hate that every time i tweet i get like 10k uh, likes like oh it's yeah. fucking miserable <laughs> no i fucking love it dude Flex. like it's it's just fucking sometimes there are definitely parts of it where i'm just like oh like give me a break dude like just lay off my case um right but i don't know i mean i just i don't know what I don't like when people complain about the job too much because I think it has way more advantages yeah. than it does. It has like, you know, negatives to I it. I think what people need to understand is everything is a matter of perspective. Mm, like, I, I think true. you can't help the, you know, um, the chemicals in your brain from making you feel certain ways. Mm-hmm. I think I, no matter in what position you're in. Oh, yeah. And this is, this is a big issue I have is drive was... For me, when I was coming up on YouTube and everything, like for like the way I used to treat YouTube videos of like, as I said, like every eight seconds, everything had to be a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my drive. I was always driven towards making it. Mm-hmm. And when I started to realize that I had made it, when I hit 100K, I thought I was having a heart attack because like that was the first time that I really had anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't stop from that moment on because I actually reached the goal. Yeah. And the I, I talk about this so much. I talk about this with my family. I talk about this with my friends, a therapist, everything. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest the issue with social media is you, you, there are, you know, the people that have made it, made it very quickly. Oh yeah. These are young people in their twenties, maybe even younger, that all of a sudden go from nothing, from dreaming to having it. Oh yeah. And then it's like, well, what now? I base my whole idea of my career and my future on making a YouTube channel and it being successful. Uh-huh. Where do I go from here? Uh-huh. Do I go? Do I go for a million views a video? Do I go for ten million subs? Uh-huh. I can. I. I don't know a single person that hits that has hit a million subs that has gone. Now I want to hit ten million. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know someone who said that to like honestly said that to me as their their goal. Which is crazy, but that's it's it's like once you hit it, it's like you kind of realize it's not all that it you you think it was going to be. Oh yeah, you see all these people on a million when you're on like f- two hundred subscribers, and you're like, wow, I'm so jealous. Oh but yeah. As soon as you get there, you go, oh wow, it's actually the same. Nothing changes. You don't wake up one day and you there's just a butler at the end of your bed and goes, <laughs> here's your here's your million plaques, sir. What can I do? You want a back rub? You know, like nothing changes. You're yeah. just the same person with a with a play button. That is, <laughs> it is the, it is the kind of weirdest part about it. Um, because I, the, 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 
uh, for me, like the come up is really fast. Like because all yes. all that it is a matter of is like you know, there's people that will grind and they'll like. There's very few people that will grind and they'll have like a really gradual grow up. Like they will like yeah, you know, slowly go from 10k to 20k, so on, so on until they get to like you know they're doing it full time. There's so few of those people. Most people. Yeah. They upload a video and then they just get lucky. The algorithm fucking boosts it to everybody, and then from then on, they just have a fucking streak of just like every video fucking hitting it, um, and then them like slowly developing an audience through that. Um, the way that I the way that I blew up was it was um, I think it was like November. I, so I started uploading because uh, I've been you know I've been uploading throughout all my adolescence, but then I, I really started taking it seriously. I think like September 2018, um, mm. and I remember that same month, me and my mom were like struggling uh to figure out like how are we going to put food on food on the table in the next week because we were just like our money was pretty tight right and then by december i was like having like an insane month on youtube where i was getting like millions of views and like the paycheck was like a money that i could have never even imagined making in a single month um and it it, it's this like weird thing where it's like first of all (laughs) the first day i got paid from youtube i thought i was gonna die (laughs) i was like i and it was i was it was in a way where i was like I was just really paranoid because I was like, this doesn't make sense. This this doesn't make any sense that like, because you always think about like, okay, imagine if I actually make it. Like, imagine if I strike gold. Imagine if it all goes well. You don't actually think like, okay, that's going to happen. So when it does happen, it's like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Something is off. And then the whole time, I literally remember when I was in the elevator, I was like, the elevator's creaking weird. It's going to fucking fall. I'm going to die. And then I was was crossing the road. I was like, the car is not stopping. I'm going to fucking get ran over. And it, it was this whole like weird shit. Um, and you're really like, there's no job interview. Nobody's like, no. nobody's like asking you if you're qualified for it. You're just kind of, you got to, there's no training. Exactly. <laughs> no training. Tra- None. Yeah. The only training you get are from your other YouTuber friends who are all like fucking, when I was coming up, all my fucking friends were like 17, 18, you know? So it's yeah. like, what the fuck do you even know at that age? Yeah. Well, that was what I was going to say was that, um, when when you were coming up and everything like that, it's like there are not many people I know that grinded, like mm-hmm. or or even were that present in the space for a decent amount of time that are not still around today, yeah. making money from YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. If at any point I went, this guy or girl or whoever is great, yeah, I I always used to like, and they worked hard at it consistently mm-hmm. and asked people for advice. They are still around, yep. and it is now their job. Yep. And that's crazy. It is, like, I don't think people understand just how viable it is, but it doesn't mean it is, uh, you know, something that everyone should or would want to do, because oh, yeah. it's very weirdly intense and very specifically intended for a few people. Mm-hmm. There's only a few... It just so happens to be that the people I interacted with back then, like, the earliest people I interacted with... Hoover was one of them, weirdly mm. enough. He was one of the first people in the community to follow me. Mm-hmm. The right opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, the right opinion is like, he's fucking huge. He's huge these days. Like, yeah. yeah, he he can go away for a year, make a video and it get like 3 million views in a week. The that guy is, is nuts huge. Yeah. Um, you know, all of these kinds of people and it's, yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's a mixed bag because when you, when you finally do get it, as you said, it's almost like, you realize just how lucky you are and you go, surely it goes wrong at some yep. point. For a while, I got paranoid about cancer. I was like, I bet I've got a hidden cancer somewhere. Mm, I bet I've this is there. kind of like my my positive, this is my positive month. Yeah. And then next month, I'm going to get diagnosed with something and I'm going to die. That's yeah. how I used to think it would, it would go down. 
which yeah. is crazy your mind just pl- your mind does this to you because we treat youtube as a lottery when we're kids mm-hmm. and then we then we win the lottery which is literally just working yeah <laughs> and asking for advice <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like well what the fuck now what do i <laughs> yeah it it <sighs> It's weird, man. I, there are still <laughs> James and Ox will have a crisis. On a <laughs> I yeah, literally we're having a fucking existential crisis live. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. Earlier today, I was like, I was like looking at my Twitter and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I just tweet and then like I get like thousands of likes. Like, I remember tweeting yeah. for years and like struggling to get like five likes. Like nobody gave a shit yeah. for years, and now I just like I'll put out a fucking <clears throat> random stupid ass tweet. And it'll get thousands of thousands of likes. Hundreds of people will fucking give a shit for some reason. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that's fucking crazy. I, I, I posted a picture of me stood in a doorway, going like this, uh-huh. with the caption, with the caption, "Mum, I threw up," and it got like thirteen thousand <laughs> likes. And I just like, I look back at that and I'm like, why though? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't get. And then I post. And then I the next day I post about my song that I'm doing, but an actual mm-hmm. piece of content, and it gets less than half the interaction. I'm like. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> this is the actual... I've spent money and time on this content and you preferred Mom, I threw up. <laughs> you fuckers. Yeah. The, oh, the audience, they, they have their... Um, you None of the stuff that you ever want to do well will ever do well. It's always the stuff that you're oh, like, God. oh, dude, fuck it, dude. I give up. I give up. Fucking have this random piece of shit content that i fucking gave came up with and then they're all like yes dude we need more of this this is fucking amazing and it's like what the fuck man like i've just i spent fucking fucking weeks working on this one specific thing for you and none of you gave a fuck (laughs) like and then i i do this like one random thing and everybody's like oh my god this is incredible like fuck you guys fucking what the fuck um it's it's really interesting uh one of the most interesting things i look at it is because you know i used to go to school believe it or not um really yeah it was actually a pretty crazy time in my life and i remember nice. <laughs> i remember you know i remember being in the hallways of the school between all the lessons and shit looking at my phone seeing what all my favorite youtubers are up to and i'm like so, so people do that with me now yeah it's like yes we put out our little tweets and then people little kids in the school hallways they're looking at our faces being like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god oh that's fucked it's fucking crazy like, I get you know what someone I went to university with mm-hmm. I can't say his name mm-hmm. now because I because fe- I feel I feel bad for the guy he probably mentioned to one class at one time mm-hmm. when he saw me on one of the one of his um pupils phones mm-hmm. I went to I went to uh, he, I didn't go to uni with him I went to sixth form with him and he, he would have gone I went to I went to sixth form with James Marriott and now every time I do an Instagram questions I get at least five questions do you do you know Mr. Didum? And I'm like, I messaged him the other day and I'm like, fam, like the amount of questions I get saying, oh, do you know my teacher? Like, fuck off. That is funny. Oh I've had the same happen. I, I've had the same happen with people where I'm like, uh, like, uh, it's interesting thing about like this random person that I went to school with that I kind of forgot about. They've been thinking about me. <laughs> they've been yeah. like, they've been thinking about me and they've been yeah. like perceiving me. My dad's gone like uh, when my dad meets up with like old friends mm-hmm. that have known me since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. He he says that he loves talking about me, mm-hmm. and I always find that really weird. That's just like this group of like middle aged men like Mozo. James is internet famous now. James gets clicks on YouTube's. It's crazy, you know. Fucking hell. You know the funniest part was uh, I remember I think it was like 2019. I was at Disneyland with like a bunch of a uh, bunch of content creators. Uh, and uh 
this this all this all comes down to will and e which is really funny um oh, really? but um i w- w- one of the so a, a fan came up to us and took a picture with uh me someone else and then i'm alex right and then mm. the the like uh it was like this picture of all four of us the fan us three and then i'm alex posted the tweet uh and fucking like uh he he posted a tweet but he cut out the fan or he like found the picture where the fan was not in the picture and i remember will and he responded to the picture and made fun of him for cutting out the fan and then it (laughs) ended up on like some sort of weird like snapchat news thing for what a fucking reason (laughs) And then my friend sent it to me. I was like, "Wow, look at you! You're fucking Will and he is tweeting at you." And I'm like, "I'm like, yep, <laughs> yeah." yeah. And it was like it's it's so like weird to think about like how everything that I do now might be perceived by people that I went to school with. Um, yes, and I used to make a very big point of kind of separating the 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 two, my my like IRL life and my internet life, but now it's very much become the same because yeah. everybody knows. You know? Really intertwines, and I was I was thinking like there there can't be many Estonian people that are really clued into like the community on YouTube or and oh yeah YouTube Twitch whatever that do not know who you are oh, because yeah. if because if you if you're Estonian and you're looking into it you're gonna go like I wonder if anyone that, that that's into this shit is from Estonia yeah and then it leads directly to you to me baby <laughs> and, to me yeah, come on yeah <laughs> I I will I will say this though very interesting um. I that one hundred percent used to be the case. Now with MCYT, these motherfuckers don't give a shit, man. Like they're like, <laughs> they'll fucking stand all these motherfuckers, and I'm like, hey, they'll fucking stand Wilbur. Like all these Estonians use fucking oh, Wilbur's okay. music on TikTok, and I'm like, I know Wilbur, and I'm Estonian. All right, yeah. I'm your connection to him. I don't know who you are, yeah. but you're Estonian. <laughs> but I'm your link to him, and they don't give a shit, man. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't give a fuck. Uh, the one thing I get is like with Wilbur. Weirdly enough, the People, the, the only times I see interactions about Wilbur is like, weirdly enough, a lot of people say they found him through the video I did with him, mm. which is fucking strange to yeah. me. Maybe that's just because these are the former people that were like, you know, like E-Boys, Stannies, like with yeah. I'm Alex profile pictures, you know, uh, but, and then they found Wilbur through that video I made with him. Mm. The one person I do get, if I go out in public, I am the person that is in Will and E's videos oh. or the person that is in Mimulus's videos. Because Alex and I are, are kind of more drifted towards US mm-hmm. audiences, but then our UK audience comes from Will and George more than anything. Mm-hmm. But it's always like... And then I I like to think that... Well, I don't like to think this, but I imagine that when the E-Boys happened, there will have been people in my regular life that would have been into Will or into George and clicked onto the, the E-Boys channel to see who's in it and gone... Hey, what the fuck? That's James. How <laughs> <laughs> weird that must have been. That I'm just there, uh, like, hello. I am also in the E Boys. Oh, such a strange feeling. That is crazy. Yeah, my audience Ooh. is uh, majority American. I think like 70 percent American, and then like it's like Canadian, wow. Australian, and then it's like it's like this British. This yeah, Brit, Brit, British people are definitely in there. Uh, I got recognized quite a bit at VidCon London. Which was, uh, yeah, it was a very fun experience. Uh, but like, uh, it's weird, isn't it? It is weird. It's, it's weird. Any sort of convention I've been to, I will say this, man. The worst part about it is when I've gone to conventions with my friends who are more famous than I am. And then their viewers 
they go up to them, they recognize them, which is fine. Like, I don't give a fuck. You don't have to know me. But then they feel like they feel bad for you because they're like, oh, oh and you, yeah. uh, you, you're, you, uh, you're that guy with the, you know, and then they like, they make it this whole thing where it's like, and it's like, listen, yeah. I'd rather you just had said nothing. I'm not some <laughs> egomaniac where everybody needs to recognize yeah. me. Um, like I remember, and the worst part is when they do recognize you, but they don't really give a shit about you. But then they're like, kind of like, ah, uh, you too, man. Like I, I remember I was at VidCon oh with, um, one of my friends and this, these kids come up and they're like, they're like obsessed with my friend. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's, that's, I was just like kind of on my phone going through DMs and shit. And then the guy, the, they were giving my friend some gifts and then the guy comes up and he's like, oh, I feel really bad for you because no one's talking to you. So here, have this like weird thing. And I was like, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is your problem? <laughs> like, <laughs> when I was coming up, we were doing the camp cast. That was when I was on like 50k subs and Alex was must have been on like, I want to say like 400k. Uh-huh. But he was established in like the UK commentary community. He was yeah. established. He's been around forever. So if people went... To- yeah, if people went to Insomnia, they went and they met up to see Alex. But Alex was like, let's do a, let's do a camcast meet and greet. Mm. And I was like, yeah, sick. People are coming to meet me. <laughs> people weren't coming to meet me. <laughs> like, if they, were, if they were coming to meet me, it was because they liked Alex. And then they liked me as well a bit, right? Yeah. Back then, especially. Now it's, now it's kind of like I've established my... I hope I've established myself in those people's minds. But back then it was like, there were people that would like go... The goat, Alex would stand a bit closer because it just made more sense that they talked to Alex first because they would definitely have been there for Alex more than anyone, right? Uh-huh. Uh, well, more than me. And then there was one point where someone would like, someone like turned to me and I was like, oh, do you want me to be in the photo? And he was like, can you take it? And I was just there like, fuck, I want to fucking kill myself. Like, I was just like, oh man, this, this kid has just absolutely fucking done me, dude. I was like, yeah, I'll take the photo. I took, I know, let me tell you, I took the best photo of oh, my yeah. fucking life. I, I'd really treated him to the full ordeal. What angle do you want, sir? You know, all that shit. I've yeah, been the photographer. I've, I've been the photographer oh. many times. I was the, when I when I came to Insomnia, that was the first time we met when I was on that trip. When I came to Insomnia, yes. the, it's a it's a little British convention. I was a, I was the photographer there a lot. It was a lot of fun when we when we were at the pub quiz. Were you, you came to the casino too, right? We went to the casino after the pub quiz. Probably. Oh yeah, I remember seeing you. I remember wagging my finger at you. We didn't we didn't know each other that well, that but I remember I was really drunk at the casino, and I remember I kept having problems at the casino because I kept putting my hat on because I wanted to have my hat on, and then fucking oh, yeah. men in suits would come and be like, "So you got to take it off," and I was like. And I was like, okay. And then they would walk away, and I'd put my hat back on. And then a new guy would come up, and say, so you got to take that off. And then I would, and then I think like the last person that told me is like, you need to stop putting it back on, otherwise we're gonna ask you to leave. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but that was a that, Arya and I. Yeah, no, you gone. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Arya, Arya and you met that met yeah. that night. I remember. I in fact yeah, that was our first date pretty much in that casino. <laughs> that's the craziest part is I that is exactly when I wagged my finger at you because I remember you were sitting oh. at a table with this girl and I remember I yeah. I, I walked past the table and I was like James and I saw you at at the yeah. table with some girl and I was like James James and I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have actually been it. Yeah, I remember that was so funny. I I have a story about that actually, but mm-hmm. like I remember. Because now she has a friend called Cody as well. Yeah. Who I love. Cody's amazing. But at the time, Ari and I were having this amazing chat. We were chatting about art. Mm-hmm. And like um, artists being... When artists are in their worst states and the art that they create can create out of misery. Mm-hmm. It was this amazing conversation. And yeah. we were both... I, I mean, I was fucked out of my mind. And I was like having this conversation with her. And I was like, 
this is the most amazing conversation I've ever had with anyone. And I'm Aww. having it in a fucking casino in Birmingham. <laughs> and then and then Arya's friend Koi just comes and sits right next to me and just doesn't say a word. And I'm just like, <laughs> who, who the fuck? Who the fuck is this guy? Oh. And then uh, and then she said that she wanted to stay and talk to me more, and we just yeah, we really hit it off, which was really nice. Clearly. But still together, yeah, 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 we're still still together, yeah. Uh, but uh, on that night, I remember it was so funny because we we met at the pub quiz at Insomnia Gaming Festival, which is always so funny to me. <laughs> that is funny. And I remember I we were I had this amazing chat, and we were just like. We were being all, like, jokey with each other. Like, I was stealing her hat and stuff, and then she'd steal the hat back off of me, and we were like, oh, even if we weren't, like, talking directly to each other at the quiz, we were kind of, like, interacting, and mm-hmm. it was so fun. And then I remember I just got, I was like, at any given point, I was just like, oh, I want to, like, spend time, so I'd go, like, oh, do you want a drink or something? And then I'd buy her a drink, and then I'd, and then oh. I'd have, like, a shot of something. But I got so drunk. Me too. I got so, so drunk. And I remember I, I was like, I felt awful. I was like, I need to go and have some fresh air. She went to Subway. I don't, this is, this should have been a red flag. She was like, I'm just going to go get some bread. <laughs> went to Subway. I just, I just went up to the till. I went, can I just get some bread, please? I just got like <laughs> bread with nothing on it. Just flat out bread. And I went, I was like, okay, I'm going to go outside and just take a breather. And I saw my friend Phoenix out there and he, he offered me a cigarette, right? I love Phoenix. Phoenix is fucking. I'm, oh, mate, I still see Phoenix all the time. He's great. I, I'm, I was chilling with Phoenix outside, and I had, a, I had, I, I had the smallest amount of smoke because I was just like, I need to just relax for a mm. second. I felt so awful, and I just vomited everywhere. Oh my god! Outside, outside, like literally in like the smoking area of insomnia, I just vomited everywhere. And then someone comes behind me and pats me on the back, and I'm like, oh, good, Phoenix, you're here for me, man. <laughs> and then they went, you're James Marriott. I look up and it's I do not recognize this person this person full on recognizing me while I'm spewing like they're like fully like tapping my back to help me fucking vomit while they're like recognizing me and it was just the most embarrassing fucking experience I was like Jesus Christ I can't stop but please leave me alone that is so dude that night was fucking crazy for me because that was the first that was my first trip ever as a content creator I had never met anyone from yes. the internet and I was oh, just, man. my mind was blown at just like the people that I was like meeting. Cause I was meeting like all these like random people. And the craziest part was we were going to the casino and I'm just like waiting in line to like register as a member. Cause that we needed to do that to like get into the casino. Yeah. And I look behind me and it's, it's fucking Tom syndicate. And I was like, what yep. the fuck? That's always like, a fucking weird one. Yeah. I was that's like, a, like, I was like, damn, like, I, I grew up watching him. Like, that's really yeah. weird that I'm just standing up next to him. So uh, we, like, register, and then I go up to him. I was like, listen, man, like, I just got to talk to you, man. Like, I used to watch your Reign of Kings Let's yeah. Play, and his eyes light up. He's like, Reign of Kings. And then he's, he goes on this fucking, like, 10-minute rant, and I was so fucking drunk out of my mind. I didn't pay <laughs> attention to a single second of it. But he was going on this 10-second rant. He was like, yeah, basically, I wanted to keep the Let's Play going, but Mr. Moon was not having it. And I was like... I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, man, that's fucking crazy. And he's just having this whole conversation. And at one point, he's like, he comes to me, like, are you paying attention? I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he keeps going. And then I was like, uh, we were just like hanging out. And then I was having this like, dude, this happens to me at every fucking party. I was at a at TwitchCon. I was at a party uh, in San Diego. And I have this thing where I have water in one hand. And then I have my alcoholic beverage in the other hand because I'm very responsible Smart. that way. That way I never Smart. get hung over. Um, and it works like a charm. I've never been hungover. I've been very fucked up, but I've never been hungover. 
Um, and I remember Pokimane came up to me at the party that I was at, and she was like, you need to be careful. Like, you're you're going crazy with the two cups. And I was like, oh, no, one of them is water. Tom Syndicate kind of did the same thing, except he put me on blast in front of an entire group where he was like, this guy's fucking out of his mind. He's fucking, he's fucking double gunning it. And I was like, I was like, no, one of them is water. He's like, oh, you're fucking mental. And I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> oh, Tom Syndicate is fucking intense. He's, he does not take a day off. I remember... Like, I remember being in fucking, I think it was Resonate Gaming Festival or something. And I remember there was just like, I don't know how the night ended this way, but I just looked around and everyone that I came to the festival with, like, Will was there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Alex was there. There were a bunch of people there. I think Fraser was there with me. Mm-hmm. And everyone had gone home. Yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. And I just like, and this was, this happened uh, when I was in the bathroom. Everyone fucked off. And I went downstairs, and the only people that were left were the organizers of the fucking event and Tom Syndicate. And was I going to say no? Absolutely not. They bought me drinks for like half an hour. I was fucking trashed. We go to leave. Tom Syndicate gets in a fight. Genuinely, like, someone starts fighting him. And we had to, like, we got, like, a taxi, and the, the organizers of the event... Well, like, get him in the fucking taxi. So I was like, Tom, we gotta fucking go. It was like war zone. I grabbed Tom and we we're like, I'm like pushing him in the taxi with black tail windows. We closed the door and it was like fucking nuts experience. And then I remember we, we go back and he was upgraded to like this really good suite at the hotel and mm-hmm. we were all fucked. And I yeah. just remember I, I, I went into his hotel room with like the organizers of the event. I'm like, I, I went to stop. There was like a pool table. I remember I really wanted to play pool, mm-hmm. but I was like, I was just psyched to be like be able to chat to him for like the first real time ever but i was trashed mm-hmm. then before i knew it everyone had left it it was just me and him and i i was like i was still psyched i was like we're about to share some fucking secrets of the game i'm about to learn some shit from this guy <laughs> and he and he flat out went like are you gonna leave <laughs> I, was, I was just like <laughs> I was like, okay, wow, I did not realize when I overstayed my welcome. Did I overstay my welcome in the club? <laughs> the, the most awkward, like, he was obviously just very tired. And yeah. he probably didn't mean it like that. He probably meant mm. it like, oh, I might go to bed now. Yeah. But to me, it came across as fuck off. And mm. I was just like, oh, down I go. But then the next day, he was really nice to me. He was like, oh, we had a great night last night. So I was like, the okay, funniest maybe it was part just is me. Yeah. At the casino, I... um. I, I I remember everyone was like gambling and playing blackjack. I was just like the little kid. I was scared to gamble, so I just like hovered yeah. over everyone's shoulder and I watched them gamble as I just kept getting more and more drunk and just like talking to random people at the casino. And I remember yeah. um, uh, this person that we were with. I'm not gonna name him because this is. I just I feel really bad for him. Um, but I remember he sat down next to Tom at the blackjack table because he was, he just wanted to watch the game. And then they're playing blackjack, and then Tom turns to him. He's like. If you're not gonna play, fuck off! And then this he, this guy just walks off in like the saddest, like he has the saddest look on his face. He just wanders off, and I was just like, "Oh my fuck! What the fuck did okay, I just witness?" Okay, type it and type it in our chat because I'm trying to remember who that was because I remember this happening, but I can't remember who it was. That's what. We, that's yes, what, yeah. yes, it was. What <laughs> 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 fucker? I was just like, "Oh my god!" And he looked so sad, and I was just like what the fuck well that's the thing I, I think 
I can kind of understand Syndicate's no bullshit policy uh-huh. because he is so intertwined with insomnia. He cannot go anywhere near the NEC without being stopped uh-huh. when it's insomnia. Yeah. So for him, it must have been like, it wasn't like someone that was integrated with YouTube. He wasn't uh-huh. like a YouTuber or, you know, he wasn't involved in the scene. It was a fan of uh-huh. Tom's that wanted to be next to Tom. Yeah. Which is kind of like, close but there's some leeway for people that are involved in the scene because it's like hey we kind of made it you exactly. know we're kind of on the same level yeah there's, there's like some but sort yeah. of like uh there's like a mutual respect like no matter how, what your follower count is if you're in the if yeah. you're in the click then everybody's kind of like the game yeah you're you're welcomed we're um, all playing ball here yeah yeah i mean oh, another wonderful trip we had together was the vidcon london trip that one was oh man the last trip i i had before quarantine the last time i saw people in real life yeah um, well, that's the thing is, because I remember when it ended, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to come visit Estonia. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And COVID was a thing. I remember Aria and I were kind of, that was the first time where we were like, do we want to do this? Do we want to go to, the, to this event? And we were like, yeah, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I actually think I got ill from that event. I'm pretty sure Henry so had I COVID think, at the event. Yeah, genuinely. Genuinely, I think Henry might have had it. Mm-hmm. And and then then gave me and Aria the antibodies for the, yeah. the whole fucking thing. Because this was um, like... um. This was February 2020, so this was like uh, as it was reaching oh, yeah. Europe, and like it was like. The but then there was proof that it was in France in December, oh, so it's yeah. like we were we were having it at that point. Mm-hmm. So and then Will came over to my house with a with a respiratory issue, like he was coughing a lot. Damn. There's literally a YouTube. There is a video on my channel where Will's just coughing and going like ha ha ha, because like back then it was just like oh it's just you know it's it's, it's just a cough yeah you know this won't be a big thing. I booked tickets to fucking Japan. I remember. I was like that. I'm going to Japan because <laughs> I was like dude the the tickets for for planes have never been this cheap. I'm going to Japan. <laughs> and then and then a, a couple weeks later I was like I'm not going to Japan anymore. <laughs> That's very much not happening. So I remember but, that. Yeah, I remember. I, Such a good trip. That trip was, it was amazing. I I shared a hotel room with Henry, and I feel like I he yeah. might have given it to me. I just had zero symptoms, but then I ended up getting it a year later from my mother, and then I had my my symptoms were very sore legs, and I had like really foggy brain for like three weeks. Um, Damn. but like, uh, so I might have had it twice actually, which is fucking. I think you can. Yeah, like my, my cousin had it twice, especially if it's been a year apart. I think then it would make sense, oh, yeah. especially because the antibodies are probably fucked off at that point. Are you vaccinated yet? Uh, I'm getting my vaccine Friday. Actually, the day that this episode airs, I mean, I'm going to be vaccinating Dude, myself. Well, geez. I'm not going to be vaccinating myself. There's going to be a professional vaccinating me. Do you know which one you're getting yet? Pfizer. I'm getting. I'm going to be Pfizer gang. Uh, you, have you gotten, I had AstraZeneca. Oh, that. Yeah, I had that option. I was like, I. It's too long of a name. I'm just going to go with Pfizer. <laughs> I. It's. I read more about Pfizer. I don't know shit about Astro World my, or where the fuck I've it's got called. my second one in 10 days. Holy shit. Second. How, how no, much of a space It's on my there? birthday. On your, it's on my birthday. That's a good uh, birthday, kid. Three months-ish. Just oh. less than three months. Okay, yeah. I got it early. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, Pretty well. Yeah, I just kind of waited because uh, I think, I think uh, vaccination vaccinations have been open here for everybody for like a few weeks now but i was just kind of waiting it's like i'm not gonna be able to go where anywhere anyway so i'll just fucking wait yeah so that the people that really need it can go and then now it's like good idea now it's like uh all the time in the world but yeah the vidcon london trip was um damn that Amazing. was that was crazy like i the crazy thing is at that point i had known weston and kaylin for about a month i met them wow I, yeah I'd, I'd really become friends with them in the in the month prior 
And I came to VidCon London on a total whim. I was not going to come, but then I found out that they were going, and I was just kind of like, might as well. The plane tickets were like 70 bucks. Yeah. So it was like, fucking who, care, who cares, right? Let's just fucking go. Let's have some fun. Um, and it, I'm really glad I did go because it was it was just a ton of fun. Uh, that was a special. That was a special time. It was, it was a really very good. special time. I feel like uh, so many memories were made on that trip. So many like just memorable moments. The TikTok party was just crazy. Um, it's so mad to me, like how different things might be, might have been if COVID hadn't have happened. Oh yeah. Because the group that we spent time with there, it was like, if you were to think about it now, if you were to put all of those same people in a room now, it would be perceived so differently. Oh yeah. Like you, me, Weston, Kalen, Wilbur, oh, yeah. Arya, Henry, fucking like, <clears throat> that's crazy. The crazy thing is- like, to actually think about it. Yeah. At the TikTok party, like Wilbur randomly came up to me and took this picture of us, and now that picture like resurfaces every month, and people are like, "How did they meet?" Because that was like, yeah, way like that was before MCYT really blew up, and like all these stands, like I don't know what they were doing at, during this time, but they weren't like um, following us clearly. And then they're yeah. they always like fought, they're really they're very surprised to like find out that like we've known Wilbur for years. Like I've known Wilbur yeah. ever since I started doing YouTube because you know we were arch Reddit rivals. Uh. <laughs> See, I didn't know Wilbur for a long time. I knew about <clears throat> Soot House very mm-hmm. vaguely. And then Wilbur came over to my house to meet Kenji. Mm. And uh, that was in late 2019. Mm. And uh, Fraser just ended up being really busy. So I was like, oh, I, I, I'll go spend some time with him. Like, yeah. And then we spoke about music and we started writing music together. Mm-hmm. And then And then COVID happened and he moved to Brighton. So by then it was like... And then all like the the best thing it's it's so crazy to me because when we were writing music together and when we were spending time together talking about YouTube, there was a point where Wilbur was like, "I think I'm going to move into commentary videos. Could you really? give me some advice on that?" Genuinely, and then he did one, and uh, he wasn't so sure of it, and then he didn't want to do it anymore, and he was very much like kind of choosing his next route. And he ended up choosing the right one, uh, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so crazy to me. Like I re- I remember around that time when he was first spoke about Tommy. And he said, and he gave the the whole, oh, he's the next big thing chat. Mm-hmm. And then he was. And then the, the, the next time I see, see Will was in July. And by then it's just, it's a different game. Yeah. I don't think he'd overtaken me in subscribers just yet, but it was like, it was inevitable. I think at that point it was like 20k days or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. I mean, right after Ridcon London was where he just like really, like every time I would like check in on him, yeah. he was just like on a whole other level. And I was like, whoa. That's crazy. It was special. Like, I, I think it's really, um, I really, I hold that part of, uh, like, that friendship very dearly, especially mm-hmm. knowing him right before it really took off. Yeah. And being able, like, I don't know, to kind of just chill with him a lot back then before everything happened mm-hmm. was crazy. It was really nice. It was. And he's a genuinely lovely person. He is. So, he's yeah. a very sweet guy. He, uh, the amount of, like, on the VidCon London trip, like I went to, it was it was a really like random uh, group that we went to dinner with. I think it was me, Wilbur, Elodie, and Aria. We went to eat pasta. I don't even know where you were. I think you were like, you you were I, you might have been recording during this time. But we went to probably we went to pasta and we were walking to this pasta place and the entire time Wilbur is just spitting these like random geography facts and I'm like yeah like, oh he still like that yeah I remember I got into a call with him the other I think it was like a month or so ago and he just spoke in old English for the whole call <laughs> he, he he goes in and goes like I want to speak old English to you and I was like fucking go for it mate. you 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 just do your own you you do your thing 
He is yeah. such an unapologetic nerd, and I think that's one of my favorite things about him. He's so. Oh like, yeah, no, I think he, he owns it. Yeah, that's the most important thing. He yeah. geeks out. I mean, it, it's great. I I do. I I feel like um, someone who is very addicted to their interests is always an interesting person. Oh yeah. If somebody's like, if, and, if somebody's really passionate about what they're talking about, it makes it interesting to listen to, even if I don't give a shit about what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. But I, I do like I I'm a I'm a little bit of a geography buff myself, so it was it was a very Ooh. great conversation <laughs> to have him with. Uh, he was like he started telling me about these like fucking meteors that crashed crashed into Russia, and I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I see. Um, Jeez. <laughs> but no, yeah, Tommy in it is is really fascinating because Tommy in it is somebody who um. He used to follow me for like a year um, before he blew up. And he would always show up on my Who to Follow, and I never knew who he was. So I never, I didn't follow him back until he like started blowing up because I was just like, nowadays I feel like I'm way more like generous with my follows. I used to be like, if I don't know this person, why would I follow them? Now I'm just like, if you seem like an okay person, like I'm yeah. okay making that connection. Like I don't, especially if they're like a YouTuber or something. I'm just like fuck it. Exactly. Hold my follow. Exactly. Yeah. Like fucking let's 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 fucking let's make this connection, man. And then yeah, I think like the just the Tubbos up. and the the Tommy Inits and the Jack Manifolds of the world. I'm pretty sure they they were all following me. Mm-hmm. So when I followed them, it felt like. I don't know. It just felt fu- it was like fun to me. I was like, "Oh, I know, I know of these people," but it's yeah. like <laughs> following them back. I was like, "Hey, yeah, no, you know, hey, you deserve the follow." <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I followed back Tommy and he was already like averaging like 50k viewers. I was like, "This is pretty baller of me." Like this motherfucker is like <laughs> yeah. ten times more famous than me, and I'm following him yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. <laughs> like it was just like the crazy thing is he. He did the thing where he like unfollowed me and refollowed me, so I would get the notification notice, and then I was like, "Okay, all right, all right, man, I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the follow." And then um, we were in like a Discord together, and he randomly added me, and he started messaging me when he was like already like fucking humongous, and I was like, "This is like a really nice kid." Like he is literally like oh. at that time already, he was like one of the most fucking famous people in the fucking industry, and he was just like randomly messaging me, was like. And we were, like, talking about, like, fucking school and life. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is, like, a really nice the conversation. Thing is, in most communities on YouTube, there are some... There, there are just bad eggs. There mm-hmm. are a lot of bad eggs in a lot of different communities. Yeah. And I just... I have not reached a bad egg in that community. Mm. And it's like, I fucking pray to God it stays that way. Oh, yeah. Because I know the, the Tommy that I know, in the very brief interactions I've had with him, he's very fucking funny. Like, mm. he will just, like... I don't know what it is, but if we're in a group together or something, he would just fucking insult me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll take that. It's funny. <laughs> but also, like, the way that George... George is somewhat like memeless George is someone mm-hmm. that likes to analyze what he could do better. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always someone who wants to grow and improve. Mm-hmm. And Tommy has always been so quick to like give him like advice on the new wave stuff mm-hmm. and how things may have changed. With no, you know, you know, there's no ulterior motive there. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why should you know someone like Tommy who's doing that well feel the need to help spill you know, his established secrets. YouTubers? Yeah, but he does it. And I, I, I think that, you know, there's some really genuine people in that space. And it's it's very refreshing. Oh, yeah. I, I will say George Mimulus is also one of the nicest people I, I've met through it. Because I remember that I met him on the first trip when I came to London for Insomnia. I, I remember I I walked into IMAX's apartment. I remember he, because, you know, he was living with IMAX. And he, he came into the living room. And he kind of looked at me. I was like, who are you? And I was kind of scared because the way he said it, I was a little bit like, uh-oh, like, he's probably like who the fuck is this loser in my space um but then 
I said as I said my name, and then he just like looked me up on his phone, followed me back, and then he was asking me these questions about what I do, and then he was like, he was very genuinely interested. And Mimilus is another person where like, I wasn't like a crazy like fan, but I I knew I've known him, I've known about him like for years, yeah. for so long. When he face reveals to you, and then oh yeah, and then he follows you, it's a fucking. It, cra- I remember when oh, yeah. he face revealed to a group of us at Insomnia, and we were all like, yo, what the fuck? Especially because oh, we yeah. were commentary creators, oh, yeah. and then. And then he followed me the day after, and I was like, oh my god, that's so sick. And then, like, I went into the living room, and I was like, did did George just follow you guys as well? And everyone was like, yeah, this is sick. <laughs> but he's like, man, I remember I went up to him. The first, this is so funny, if anyone that's, that's a fucking E-Boys fan. Mm-hmm. The first interaction I really had with George one-on-one, there was a point where... I was chatting to him and Drew as sharing, but they were the guys that were talking there, really. Mm-hmm. There was a point later on where I was with... Who the fuck? Was it Henry? I almost feel like it was... Uh, Henry will be upset that I don't think it's him for definite, because I definitely... I do think it was Henry. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to buy George a shot. And Henry was like... I think it was Henry. <laughs> if it wasn't Henry, it was someone else. Uh-huh. It, I, but they were like, yeah, just go do it, man. Just go do it. And I walked right up to George. I'm like, hey, let me get you a drink. Like, let me just buy you a shot. And I asked him what shot he wanted. I can't remember exactly. I think it was vodka. Mm-hmm. Bad choice. And then Basic. I went up to the bar and I got him the shot. And then I was like, great channel. And then we did the shot. And that was it. <laughs> that was all I said. I was like, great channel. And I was like, I and Henry still fucking takes the piss out of me for saying that <laughs> shit. Like, imagine like the one time I'm like, great YouTube channel. And do a shot with him and then fucking, oh God. Dude, Henry is one of those people where I'm like, I just, I love Henry. I will always have such an insane amount of love for him. Even if I don't talk to him that often anymore, I'm still like, um, Henry's one of those people where like, I will go through months where I don't talk to him. But then when we come together, it's this like wonderful thing where it's like, it's like we never stop talking because, you know, yeah. me and Henry. We Those were, are real friends. Those are real exactly. friends. That's, that is a real friendship. Exactly. That's Henry friendship. is someone who I will always know will look out for me because he is just you know, me and him, man, we were, we were, we went through the Reddit crew together, man. That's, that's how you know, like, yeah. me, Hoover, Henry, man. Yeah, that's some real that's, shit right there. We're fucking veterans, bro. Like, I, I, <laughs> I know that those two will always have my back. Um, and yeah. that's like, that's like the special bond that we have. Um, it's just like, I don't know, man. Oh, Henry's a real one. He is. He really is. He, and he's always like, a, I remember, at any of the trips that I was on, he was always the guy that I was always like, when I was like the new guy, because there's always like, you know, your your first like convention or whatever, and you're the new guy, so it's always a kind of awkward, like, oh, how do I fit in here? Henry was always the guy that like kind of dragged me into the group and was like, hey guys, yep. like this is a guy, and then that make that someone breaking the ice for you makes everything a hundred times easier. He's great at it. He's also like he's he's just very good. He's a very good people person. Like, oh, he's yeah. very good at talking to people. And also, I remember like there was a point where he would stay with me and Fraser a lot, mm-hmm. and my god. I don't know what it was, but those two together were like, they were like, they would interact like brothers, mm. but they were so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Those two together were just so funny. But yeah, Henry is, so, he's he, Henry is very funny. I went to, um, I went to Bristol with Henry to, uh, we went to see Death oh, Grips because yeah. I had a spare ticket. Phoenix was there oh, too. Oh God, yeah. Um, <laughs> was he? Yeah. And I, I felt really bad because Phoenix booked the Airbnb and then I, Henry made me tea and then I spilled tea all over the bed because Henry made me laugh so hard that I was like I was laughing then my cup of tea just like oop went all over the bed uh, and it was under Phoenix's name Um, but it was such a fun trip Henry always just knows how to make me laugh like he'll just say the fucking dumbest shit that doesn't even make any sense and then I'll just fucking I'll start losing my shit man oh my god yeah Um, but yeah I don't know man I will say this like 
I when it comes to the YouTube industry, I feel like the bad eggs they're really fucking annoying. They're really like they <laughs> they really make me question the entire industry. But there's not that many of them as I would have expected. No, uh, I think also you learn to avoid them after time. Like oh, yeah. I I think it's like you know who not to kind of spend too much time with or interact with. Exactly. I think, you know, it's it's very clear from the get go. Uh, fortunately, the space we're in at the moment is a is a pretty healthy one. Mm-hmm. I think you know what it is. I think it's the evolution from YouTube over to Twitch. Like a lot of the biggest creators are now Twitch creators. Yeah, where everything is live and unfiltered, exactly. and you only get you know one chance. You the say it, and you don't can't get take by it back. The filter. They they get caught. yeah. The tooth the toothpaste is out of the tube no matter what every single day, and you know it's not like YouTube where everything's more measured. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that that definitely does help it. Um, because you, if you're if you're playing a character, or if you're you're not being genuine, that's a lot of fucking energy to mm. not be genuine live for hours at a time. Oh so, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's way Very easier to put together a little ten minute video and then because that has happened where I, yep. I I've, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've met YouTubers that put together a little video and then you 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 kind of understand a certain kind of uh, perspective of them, what you you what yeah. you may assume them to be. And then behind the scenes, they're just completely different. Did you get that with me? Because I think I'm very different on video compared to real I, life. At the time, especially because it, it was it was in your like Adderall era where you would like snore a bunch of Adderall yes. and, then, and then, you know, jokes every two seconds. I, you were very much more I, I wouldn't do Adderall, but yes. <laughs> you're, you're, there were no drugs involved. People used to think I would do, do coke on those, vi- like before those videos. It makes sense. Never. It makes sense. I was, I was high on life. I was depressed, but I was high on life. <laughs> I got to say... <laughs> This is, you know, I'm not going to name any names because I don't shame anybody, but that was one of the craziest things to me about the industry when I had a reality check was when I found out that some YouTubers do do cocaine. I was like, huh? I went to TwitchCon. Oh, God, yeah. I went to TwitchCon. Everybody was doing cocaine. Cocaine was everywhere. I was like, holy shit. What the fuck? This is like real life. And it was- this is the way it's like, I remember when when I was younger and, and I can't remember who was talking to me. It was like some adult that was like... I can't remember exactly what they were talking about. I think it was about bankers or something. It was like, what do you, what, what do you, like, young people who go to university who become bankers do with their money when they're like in their 20s and they've got no kids or anything to spend it on? They spend it on cars and cocaine. Oh, yeah. That, that that's the two C's. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like a, a big thing for me. But I've, I've never been around too many creators that have just been fucking doing hard drugs a lot. But it just happens. Oh, it ha- yeah. I I haven't been like uh, there's. I haven't witnessed it ever in like a casual setting. It's always like 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 these crazy mm. like rager parties that like where yeah. it feels like a lot of these creators they might not even it might be like a new they just want to like get it all out of their system. Like they've been like in their house yeah. for like seven months, just fucking grinding away, and now they just want to like uh, uh and also relax. yeah. If you're at, if you're networking and you and you end up going to a fucking like a misfits party, right? Oh, or you yeah. go to a party which is like established, you know, you're partying with people that are they're they're you know they've got experience in this game. Yeah, you're gonna go there and go like right. I need to. You're networking mm-hmm. in in a fucked up way. When you go to a party like that, you are still networking. So you're mm-hmm. like, how do I fit in? Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, they probably go, well, I'll just take whatever there is here because it's like you've got to you've got to get comfortable with people, I guess. I, I can totally see how it happens. I've been to a Misfits party. I went to the Misfits party at TwitchCon. I can I safely cannot, say... I really want to go to one because obviously I know Ryan now. So hopefully... Yeah, I, yeah. I can safely say it's, it was easily the fucking most insane part, like night of my Man. life. Like it was... They do it good. It was a very irresponsible night of my life. I, um, I smoked a lot of weed. I drank a lot of alcohol. Yeah. And then some random guy came up to me and said, you want an edible? And I was just like, I don't even know who you are, but I'll take it. And then... 
Imagine that now. (laughs) Dude, I was fucked. I was literally high for like five days. Like I was... was (laughs) I was fucked up. There was a creator that came to um, Insomnia. Because like, there was a point at uni where I was smoking weed quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say most weekends, but it was like really shit like camden weed Mm. that my my flatmate's boyfriend would just walk into camden first person he saw just buy weed off them and it was just trash it was probably tea uh but the fucking there was a guy who came over for insomnia and he brought weed from california right oh my god we um and it was like i remember that was like it was the first time that i'd ever had weed that was actually i feel like actual weed and i was just like Oh fuck! This oh, is yeah. a completely different game that I was not ready for, and ever since then I've I've really struggled to smoke weed because it really fucked me. Oh yeah, I was like, oh god, especially because I was drinking as well. Not a good combination. Wouldn't recommend. California weed is unreal. Like, Man. you know, I grew up smoking like really shitty like Estonian weed, where it's like fucking god knows what the fuck I'm smoking. I might just be straight up smoking like grass like i don't know what the fuck it is yeah um and then i went to california and then um i won't name who but a very uh big minecraft youtuber very famous minecraft youtuber was smoking weed and i went up to him i was like yo man nice to meet you and he just like he didn't even say anything he just passed me to joint and i was like okay all right man i'm cool i'm hip and i take one hit off his joint and i was like five minutes and i was like oh fuck (laughs) oh shit yeah i was like that hits it hits different yeah it really does it 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 was and then i remember uh my thing with california is like i just can't turn down weed when i'm in california man everybody's just like hey man want to hit him like you know what sure and then i'm just like oh (laughs) fuck i should not have fucking done this sign a check on the rest of the day oh yeah my my favorite fucking part of any of my california trips is when when i when i sit around you know those late nights in california when i've sat around a table and, you know, people might be indulging in weed, and I'm always just like, all right, I'll have a little bit of a hit. And then everybody's talking, and I'm just sitting there like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Wide like, out of your fucking head. Yeah. I, I remember I was at one point, I was, I was sitting next to my friend, and then my friend turns to me, he's like, you're kind of like the quiet high, aren't you? And I turn to him, and his eyes are getting bigger. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just, what am I, what happened to me? Like, what's happening to me? And he's like, he's like, yeah, like, you don't, you're, you, I know you're thinking right now. Like, you're thinking about life. And I'm like, oh, I really wish you would stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy like i um and then i don't that's know so man good. it's it's see that's why legalization is so much better because you know what the fuck you're smoking like my friend yes. will my friend will pull up to me with a bunch of like fucking supreme rap joints which is like what the fuck first of all like what why the fuck <laughs> do you have supreme joints second of all i'll know that it's like whatever fucking sativa indica i'll know exactly what it is yeah um but here it's like you know fucking god knows fucking yeah if if you if you try Skunk. a little bit of a new patch you don't like you fuck knows what the fuck is coming your way man i remember there was always this one that was like my friend he his dealer was always like oh we got lemon haze we got like this lemony haze and that was <laughs> i was like where the fuck does he find lemon in this flavor like i always see sort of like when he used to bring it i was like what the fuck like am i meant to taste citrus here this just tastes of shit mm, yeah <laughs> every time oh yeah God, my, awful. my friend went to colorado and his uh our, our mutual friend offered him a, a a weed strain called afghan gorilla which i mean if 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 that's that would be the only weed that I'd be like okay bro I cannot that is literally like what the fuck 
and apparently it was the worst smelling weed and he smoked it and it gave him like a blasting headache and I'm like what the fuck what the fuck is this fucking Afghan gorilla and then it just like gives you a headache like what the fuck where's the why do people why is this yeah. even a thing um My point. My fucking point. crazy but let's talk about let's talk about your music and I there's a there's quite a, there's quite a <laughs> <laughs> transition <laughs> so Afghan gorilla now um, the EP <laughs> yeah let's talk about your music because there's there's quite a um Quite a few things that I'm actually curious about your music. So I, oh, I, go for it. I enjoy your music. I, uh, there's quite a Thank few you. of your songs that I, I've, I've listened to um, that I, I... Your EP, fully, throughout it all, very enjoyable. Very vibe. Thank you. Uh, vibe vibe heavy. Oh, yeah, vibe. That That's the most important part to me in music is uh, when I can kind of just vibe. I can lay in yeah. bed. That's, that's my favorite place to listen to music. Laying in mm. bed, I got my fucking JBL Bluetooth speaker. Blasting my fucking tunes, man, and uh, your music really kind of fits that uh, vibe. So, who th- this that. is? This is my. This is what I'm really fascinated about. Who are your like? Who, what are your favorite bands? Who are your favorite musicians? What, who inspires you? I like nostalgic. Like the, when you when you meet someone who's British uh-huh. and you ask them like the bands they listened to when they were like ten. Yeah, that's what inspires me. Like mm. reminding people of those times. Like oh, yeah. taking people back ten years, mm-hmm. I love I love the idea of that. Um, I'm also I'm like a huge fan of bedroom pop and dream pop. Mm. Like, edit if you show me bedroom pop, you show me dream pop, I'll probably like it as long as it's got like a b- good drive to it. Um, mm-hmm. If it's bedroom pop, at least I, I'm not a big fan of like slow bedroom pop. Yeah. Dream pop, you can give me something ethereal and cinematic, and I'll fucking love it. Like dream no pop, what. as in like you know that's what the mask is. That's what the point of the mask is. <laughs> That's what the, no. that kind of, that that's kind not of. what I mean by dream pop. But oh, power to the guy, power to him. <laughs> Have you heard the fucking uh, the sus remix? Oh yeah, somebody made one of oh, Wilbur's songs. It's I suck hilarious. a dick with a smile. It's very good. So good, very good. Yeah, music. It's a banger. But yeah, it's like um, by dream pop, I mean like yeah, just like an ethereal space, kind of like um, Wolf Alice do it really well. There's mm. like some good Wolf Al- Wolf Alice music, which is very dreamy and very mm. you know. Very airy. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, people always laugh at me when I say I love the the 1975, and they do have a lot of shit music, but a mm. lot of it is incredible as well. There's like some really, if you really pick at the right moments of like the old stuff, and then pieces of the albums that have come since, there's some really good music in there. Um, so I've always been a fan of that. But I, I'm just I'm just an enjoyer of music. Mm-hmm. If someone sends me something, I will listen to it and give my honest opinion of it. And I don't know. I, I I've always kind of like uh, associated music with maths in my mind. Like if mm. someone sends me a chord, I can write. I if you if you were to play me a chord, I would have the answer to that chord in my head mm-hmm. somewhere. It would be like, well, I know where that goes. I know how the melody would sound. It just all kind of comes together. Yeah. And sometimes I need to reroute and try it again. But it's um, it all feels very natural to me. So that's good. Yeah, that's a pretty good trait to have as a musician. If it feels natural, I, well, it, it depends really because it's like if people like what I make, then it's that it that it's working. Mm-hmm. But there's also that part of me that's like, is it just me that likes this? Mm. So, yeah, him him is one that I'm proud of. I think him is a great song, oh, and yeah. that one's all me. Uh, there's always the there's some people out there that are new faces, like people who really like new face, mm-hmm. and that to me is like that was more of a project that me and my producer Holder did. It was mm-hmm. less. I mean, I, I wrote the top line and stuff, but he was very much behind the the um, instrumental. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Calling was... Well, actually, uh, Calling was uh, Wilbur's chord progression that he did once. And I picked it up and I was like, wow, that sounds amazing. And then I wrote a song around it. So, there you go. 
That's crazy. The process behind the genius. So now you have a new song <laughs> approaching. Yeah, have you, and you've heard it. I've heard it. It's very nice. You like it? Yeah, I wrote you a little. I remember you sent it to me. I wrote you a little paragraph. Of you uh, did my, my my thoughts, my vibes. I remember uh, comparing it to like an anime anime scene. Yes, I and that's the thing is I love um I love music that like anime openers. Mm. Like there's like a have you watched Jujutsu Kaisen? No, no, I just got started with oh. Death Note. That's oh yeah, you one. said yeah. Death Note. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen has this amazing opening theme for the second mm-hmm. half of the first season. Yeah, fucking incredible. It's called Vivid Vice. Mm-hmm. Really recommend everyone listen to it. It's such yeah. a good song, and yeah, I I love like big bangers like that like open oh, animes yeah. and get you hyped up for the episode. Like I love that kind of stuff. So if anyone ever like. And also, like, I love it when people... Uh, this sounds stupid, but, like, Sonic theme tunes. Like, those oh, yeah. kind of, like, kind of, like, hyped-up feelings, you know? I love Heavy those hitters, kind of, fast-paced, fucking... Yeah. Really get-to-the-noggin type stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I always write music between 150 and 160 BPM. I like Which that. is, like, in my mind, it always, like... It's always, like... That's what how I hear melodies in my head is at about that pace, mm-hmm. and no matter what I write, it always ends up being around that. But that's just like the I like the kind of the driven feeling of music. So yeah, I feel that. I was a very big, you know, when it comes to bands, the band that I I stand growing up were the Killers. I was very into the Killers. Oh which yeah, you as a British person, you know, we yeah, Br- I mean, Brits Mr. Brightside, Mr. Brightside is, yeah, that is like a piece of our culture, which is yeah. so strange because they're an American band. Yeah, Lady but, Gaga literally assumed, like Lady Gaga. I remember on an interview, like I think Lady Gaga was like in the UK, and then our radio station, they're like, "What are some of your favorite British bands?" And then Lady Gaga was like, "I love the Killers," and then the Killers are actually from Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, which is funny, but it's also it's like a mixture of like them being like so much more appreciated in the UK, and also like Brandon Flowers, the the main singer. He sometimes sounds British on songs. Like he like mm. it's a very easy mistake to make. I feel like it's kind of like a it can it can be made with a lot of singers, I feel like, where they some of them sound way more British on their songs. Well, that's the thing. It's like the way I because I have vocal coaching now and the way mm-hmm. he makes me pronounce words, it's not even an American accent. It's just kind of this middle point mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier to sing vowels that are like um shallower in a yeah. way. So it's like muddier sounding vowels like the murs. A lot, a lot, like mer is a lot easier to sing than ma is. So it's like you kind of sit in this weird linguistic space of not really being English, not really being American. It kind of, <laughs> it's a very weird thing. But yeah, that is. Yeah. I, I just want to get to a point where people listen to a song and don't get the feeling of like this is James singing this. I want, I want people to think like this is a cool song and James made it. That is. True. I don't want to be. I, I don't want people to think this is a cool song. And James Marriott is singing on it, like you know, it, which and I and the director for the music video that we just did said that this is the first time that he's ever listened to a song of mine and gone, okay, yeah, this is a good song. That's good. And James is on it rather than James Marriott is singing the song. In oh his, yeah, and it's good. Yeah, so a, that's a good feeling. You had a whole crew for your your music video. That must be like a pretty yes. bizarre like feeling to like have this project that you're working on. That's like your yeah. project, and then you know you've brought all these people on board. That are kind of they're working for the project, you know. That that's a pretty yeah. I interesting. There was thing. a makeup artist. There was like a lighting director. I hired a photographer. I knew Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, Ash from Lovejoy came down to it. It was like really weird. Yeah. It was a, a very. Um, I just had an out of body experience for the whole day, pretty much. Mm. I was just like, I didn't eat. This is the thing. I got up at half six in the morning. I didn't eat a single piece of food until four p.m. Damn. I just. 
I existed and I just I just tried to perform as good as well as I could mm-hmm. and it went it was uh the director is someone I actually knew when I was I met him when I was 10 years old and he was 14 damn we do, used to do like drama shit together when we were kids and he used to direct me when when we were kids cuz he was like one of the older cool. kids in the drama club and now he owns his own production company and wow. he was the one that that directed the the music video which is like a really cool piece of like personal history and it was weird because we went into it and it was like this didn't feel strange to me because it was just like revisiting my childhood like yeah you know that's will dawson cool. teach t- telling me what to do and telling me like no put more energy in or let's do that take again and it was just normal it, it felt really yeah yeah i assume fluid. that eliminated the awkwardness of just having to like sing yeah. there like kind of like sing along to the as there's like a crew yeah. kind of watching over you having i've got into it yeah it was like that's good that was i mean i was really fucking sweat the one thing is that, that annoys me is i was really fucking sweaty during the band <laughs> shots because i I, don't, I won't spoil it yet but there's a i had to do the band shots a lot of times mm-hmm. a lot of times and and there were points where we thought we'd lost the footage so i was like sweating like fuck and then there was like so you're gonna have to do that take again where you're in the microphone giving it fucking everything and i was like Jesus Christ, here we go again. And by the end of it, my hair was a fucking mess. I was just a sweaty mess of a person. I know but, all um, about sweating, man. Oh, yeah. All about it. <laughs> yeah, you've been feeling that this whole recording. <laughs> but no, it was, yeah, it was such an amazing experience. I'm really, really grateful for it. But a weird one. I hope I get to do it more often. I really do. That, yeah, that that's really cool. I'm, I'm really happy that uh, you have this venture to look forward, forward to. It's very exciting. Hopefully. Hopefully, oh, yeah. keep looking forward to it. I, I want to like. Uh, I, I I know we're definitely doing this EP at least, and if it goes well, then it's album time, which is that is crazy. A whole album. Like we 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 are already planning an album with the. I'm going to be going to Finland for three weeks with my producers and my drummer, mm-hmm. um, and just setting up a studio there and writing an entire album and creating a demo of ten to fifteen songs. Damn. And then creating it. Yeah. So that's like crazy. Very scary, but very fun. When are you guys going to Finland? That's right. That's right next door to me. I might hop by, you know. Might do, say it, hello. do it. Do it. Because like my manager who lives in Australia will be coming. Like he'll be coming and chilling. Really? I'll be going with Aria. I'll probably bring my cat, to be honest. Holy shit. That's yeah. Are you guys yeah. going to be like going into like the, the, the rural Finland? The, the, the forest, yeah, we're going to get a cabin. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I've been to Finland quite a lot of times. I used to go every year because it's like, it's really? like a it's like a fifty minute ferry ride from Estonia. No way. Yeah, it's it's and it's Estonian uh, Estonia and Finland are very connected cultural wise because the languages are very similar and it's like um, it's mm. it's kind of like our, our sister country. And I haven't been to, now. Oh, I haven't wow. been to Finland in years though, so I'd actually I'd love to visit. So depending on you should may I I mean I might even be going in like a couple months. That's good. That like lines a, up with my schedule. I might, I might Finland hop by. Visit. <laughs> yeah. Your album might have Finland some fucking actually fun. vocals on it, dude. I might lay down yeah, some, let's get I might it. a verse, give a little rap. <laughs> you actually have like, it, it would, it, it would be really interesting to just use like a really low vocal you could do in sound engineering. True. I think because you, you've got such like a crazy deep like rusty almost vocal like you sound very this is the thing when you started a podcast i was like this is the perfect person to start a podcast because you have a very like radio voice you know if you up those lower mids oh, you'd yeah. be sounding crazy oh yeah <laughs> people people have said that to me they they always uh uh people have been very sweet to me on the podcast and the one thing they always say is that i i my voice kind of fits it and also 
people used to say about my YouTube videos is like, um, some of my YouTuber friends used to say like, you speak too calmly, like you're too chill. And then I feel like it kind of fits the podcast medium very well because yo, for sure, you know, podcasts yeah. people are trying to relax. They're not trying to. They're trying, they're to, trying have, to chill. Yeah, they're trying to have a chill little moment. But dude, I am actually fucking so down to come to Finland. If that's what's gonna let's do it. Little fucking cabin in Finland, man. I fucking yes. love to just chill out. That's exactly what I need to be in touch with nature, dude. Yeah, and I can like and 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 you'd be around people just making music. Exactly. Would, that's all we'd only be going there to make music. Little yeah, creative outlet. I fucking yeah. create. I, I dude that yeah man. I'd fucking love that. Yeah, we're gonna have to look into that. Damn, well, you just went fun to the, all the listeners. You just witnessed plans being made live <laughs> on the show. That's These are some cool dogs right here. That is crazy. Well, James, tell them where they can find you. What should they be looking out for? And uh, any, I don't any know. Closing notes. Just follow me on Twitter.com. That's the yeah. place. Twitter.com. I think that's the one. James Marriott. My at is in the corner of the screen anyway. So, James. Yeah, exactly. James Marriott <laughs> YT. It's going to be right underneath his little camera. Um, as you would be able to tell if you're a visual visual viewer, if you're an audio listener, James Marriott YT on YouTube, up and coming you musician. You should invest okay. early so that you can say I listened to him before he won a Grammy. Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a it's been a great it's been great talking to you, James. I'm very glad. Fantastic. Very glad we did this, and it's a uh, oh my god, an hour and forty six minutes. Wow. It's a real good one. Big podcast. Big podcast. Big, big show. Good for the watch time. Good for the CPM. Yeah, be good for the a lot C- from this. CPM's going up for this one. I'm going to be go. able to fit a lot of fucking ads in this, which is uh, amazing for me. Every two minutes. Exactly. Sure. Every two minutes. Exactly. But uh, yeah, thank you to everybody for listening. Give us a uh, positive rating on Apple Podcasts. And by that, I mean five stars. Don't go below five stars. Uh, because why would you? What the fuck are you? Fucking Anthony Fantano. Horrible and uh listen to us on spotify i guess uh follow me on twitter at actually i mean you probably do i don't know why or you might not anyways yeah i'll follow you now thank you finally i've been waiting for it for years pretty yeah. weird that you <laughs> didn't follow, follow me big back. Old follow back um but yeah this is this has been cool dog goodbye everybody say goodbye james bye say bye goodbye to james people. yeah goodbye james bye bye, bye. <laughs>